welcome back to another episode of Some Bases Covered. When the holidays ramp up, so can stress and feelings that life coaching can help you with. So if you're thinking about self-improvement, give Lomi Lomi a try. I love that it's entirely accessible to everyone and suited to my schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire so they can get you started working towards your best self. Find your bright spot this season with Lomi Lomi. Visit LomiLomiGoldCoast.com. That's LomiLomiGoldCoast.com. All right. So there we go. So welcome, Ashley, on uh, our podcast. It's a great pleasure to have you here tonight. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. That's, that's really great. We're really excited to uh, interview you tonight. And I would like to ask you to start off to tell a little bit more about yourself because I heard you're an ER nurse and you have some personal experience that you want to share something about with us tonight. Uh, yeah, so I've been an ER nurse for almost eight years, which obviously overlaps right into that beautiful time of when we were living through the pandemic. Unfortunately, during that time, it was quite stressful. At the beginning, I had already noticed it uh, affecting my mental health because in March 2020, they tell everybody to lock down and to hide. And unfortunately, we're going to be out there on the front lines told, like, you got to go face it. You got to be there forever. Uh, so during that time, didn't really do much. There was a lot of lockdowns in Canada, a lot of rules, a lot of government issue mandates around seeing people. So due to that fact, uh, didn't really do much in between my ER shifts. It gave me a lot of time to fully recognize that I was absolutely becoming very anxious and very depressed. Uh, binge watching Netflix. Uh, unable to just really have no reason to get dressed because there's nowhere I'm going to go until my next shift. So through my awareness with this, I did try to seek some avenues. I tried to reach out to therapists and multiple therapists just told me to go on sick leave. And that's not what I wanted. I wanted to be stronger. I wanted to be more resilient and I wanted to fight through this. Unfortunately, after about a two and a half year battle of trying to figure out exactly how I could be that person, it got pretty dark. I was succumbed by panic attacks, uh, massive anxiety that did have me go off on sick leave, not by choice, and just episodes of massive depression that I just could not overcome. Um, oh, that sounds quite challenging. Yeah, definitely. It was... Yeah, I, I kind of feel like where I am now in my life, I feel like it's a blessing in the sense that that happened to me in March 2020. And I had this opportunity to recognize what was happening, even though I didn't know at the time how to handle it. I remember sitting there and just thinking, I wish someone could just tell me exactly what I needed to do in order to get my life back on track. And I would have followed anything. But at the time, nothing like that existed. And I just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Uh, lucky for me, I ended up having a beautiful little baby boy in 2022. And he becomes my why. He becomes my, I can't live like this anymore. So because of him, I start a process that I knew I needed to be better. I needed to be stronger. 
I was really, really against my own personal decision. This is not about anybody else's decision, but I was really against medications. So I never went on them. So I openly saw everything that I was feeling and how I was acting. And I could see that I just was losing my mind, but I didn't know how to fix it. I had no idea. So, of course, the first avenue that everybody kind of knows about, more or less, is you either start medications if you walk into a doctor's uh, office or you go to therapy. So, where I was sitting, I had one option, and that was for me to go to therapy. So, I did start, and she was amazing in the sense of giving me enlightenment about kind of what happened. She said, when the world was fed so much negativity and so much division and so many reasons we shouldn't like each other and we should divide from each other. It gave me insight as to at least why I ended up where I was. Because if I had looked at myself 15 years previously, 20 years previously, I saw moments that I should have, I was never that person. And I questioned where was that person? So step mm -hmm. by step, I ended up realizing that I actually changed my brain. Through the neuroplast, the process of neuroplasticity, I actually shrunk my brain and made it so much more emotionally dysregulated, causing myself panicked, panic attacks and massive depressive issues and all the way to suicidal thoughts. And I had no idea that any of that could happen or did happen or even what I was looking at. So then I learned that I, since I changed it negatively, I could change it positively. And that's when I decided, or that's through that process of two and a half years. And the reason I'm here today is just to try and continue to spread hope that we can subconsciously change our brain to such a negative situation that it throws everything off. It makes us explosive, reactive, controlling, angry, panic attacks, fainting spells, stomach pain, the list goes on, headaches, migraines. Like I have seen people come through the ER with endless complaints of physical symptoms and they really all start in the mind and even as an ER nurse I didn't know how to fix my problem and I've been studying science for over a decade and that's what I'm trying to get out there and educate people about that there is a natural way of doing it. And that's when I created a three-phase process in order for that to happen. Before you continue, let me shortly recap this, just to see if I captured everything correctly. So what you just explained is that like a few years ago during the epidemic, that's when this all started. There was more negativity and your brain was responding to it. And you kind of learned it the hard way because you were getting all these symptoms and you had no idea how to navigate it. Even though you were an, an ER nurse, you basically had to figure this all out yourself. And you found a way to do that. And you also mentioned that your son is your biggest inspiration. 
And now you want to carry on this, this hope, this insight that you gained along your journey. Absolutely. That's exactly spot on. All right. So tell me a bit more about how exactly did you rewire your brain? So the number one thing that really I feel like people are not piecing together is the very first step, which is actually the most important step. And it's about, con I've called it, conquer your trauma. So mm -hmm. it's the idea of being able to look at your life, at yourself, create that self-awareness. And then you end up having to process, you have to process all the negativities you went through. Because it's all these negative situations in your life that have now compiled on each other over this extended period of time and caused this immense emotional dysregulation. And I went and I went to look at everything. And when I went to conquer my trauma and look at my past from childhood, from every situation, being bullied as a child, any of it, when I went and faced it, and I learned to process it. And this is so important because we are not taught in our society as a whole of how to process these emotions, these experiences. And we're taught more to suppress them. We're taught right. more to distract ourselves from them. But when we do that, we almost give them more power and energy to like create this emotional dysregulation because there's nowhere for it to go. So it's, we're holding on to it. And when we hold on mm -hmm. to it, we end up dysregulating our nervous system and causing these intense amount of anxiety. So when we learn oh. to process them and we go through processing them and then we can truly let them go. From every experience, if you go through this process, you'll end up seeing that there's actually something that came positively from your life, from every situation that happened. And it's so hard to think like that at this point. It's so hard. I remember when I first started, I told somebody, somebody told me you are going to feel a life of bliss. And I was so depressed. I was so negative. I was like, how would I ever feel blissful? It seems so foreign to me, but it's true. When you go through this process and you learn to process your emotions and heal, you can actually find a life of bliss. And through that process, you go from a fixed mindset that just sees your walls kind of the four walls you're safely in and you can enter this growth mindset that starts really reshaping your brain and you just can you see everything completely different the whole world changes, everything changes your nervous system changes then you no longer feel like everything's a lion around you and that calms down your nervous system and it de-escalates these anxiety symptoms which i have created a theory called the anxiety spectrum in the sense of when we are on these extreme points of the anxiety spectrum, we end up presenting with very extreme physical reactions. 
uh, you mentioned like conquer your trauma is the first step and that comes with self-awareness and processing because the system is dysregulated and as you say it all starts in the mind with your own mindset and you have to shift that from a very negative lens with the walls coming at you towards a more positively oriented type of thinking yes exactly what is the second step so after you do that because you're looking at your basically looking at mud for so long then you go to mastering your mind master your mm. mind is more the traditional idea of when people look at meditation or um, how they can start to try and live in the moment and this is when you can really start to hone in about trying to be in the moment and bringing your mind back. So it's the process of really creating that self-regulation. A lot of times anxiety is caused by looking at the future or looking at the past. And even when I was healing through Conquer Your Trauma, I saw that my mind would still wander. But by being able to put myself in the moment, I really started to build that resilience and I really started to build that strong mind that then really allowed me to not feel so flighty or have my have my panic attacks and just be able to calm the nervous system down. Mm, so being in the moment and how exactly did you do that? You have to have, so you've developed self-awareness from the first step, and then you will have that self-awareness during this step. So anytime that you saw your mind worry about the future or the past, you can bring it right back to what you were doing. So for instance, I remember my husband and I were attending a Cirque du Soleil little play, and I remember starting to feel really anxious. I don't exactly remember why, but in, in essence, COVID caused a lot of fear of people for me. So just the idea of being so close to so many people, 100% would have, could have been the reason that my emotional dysregulation was happening. So what I did is even in that moment was be in the moment. You're watching this play. Enjoy this play. And by constantly bringing yourself back in everything you're doing, you end up making your mind stronger because you're learning to emotionally regulate. Right, so it's kind of like mind your mind, mind your own mind. You can pay attention to what's going on there, like the way you perceive things, your thoughts, your emotions, and just notice it. Absolutely. What is the third step? I'm very curious about that. So anybody that I, I've realized, when I was going through this process, I was getting much healthier and I saw it, but I was still lacking confidence. I was lacking self-esteem. I was still being reactive to situations where someone might have criticized me, even if it was out of my best interest. And I realized in that moment that when you're a traumatized victim, regardless of what that is, it, could, it was the fear of the pandemic that threw me overboard in that regard. And working as an ER nurse was absolutely traumatizing. So when you're that traumatized person and you have internalized being traumatized, you end up creating very negative thoughts about yourself and it depletes your self-esteem. 
So the third step is then taking actions in order to rebuild yourself, develop that self-confidence and develop that self-esteem because that's the only way to truly end up with self-love and loving yourself by becoming, by completing the full circle. So to, to summarize, it's like first step is conquer your trauma, sorry. If that's the step of self-awareness and processing, then master your mind where you notice what's going on so you can catch it in a moment when you're drifting either to the past or the future. And the third step you just described is taking actions to regain this sense of trust and self-esteem that got impacted by a trauma. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like starting from a clean slate sometimes I think about it. When I started, I started about a year ago going through this process and I looked at my son at Christmas last year in 2023 and I looked at him and I thought to myself, I have the same emotional maturity as my nine-month-old right now getting overstimulated at a Christmas party. And that's how I look at it. It was like having to take a child and teach them the skills to emotionally mature and be emotionally intelligent. And I had to retrain my brain through this process in order to do that. Right, because like you say, when the nervous system is dysregulated, suddenly everything stops working like it used to do. And I think a lot of people have experienced this during the epidemic. Like you say, there's suddenly fear of people, there's negativity, there's dysregulated emotions. So then it is very needed to retrain our brain. Absolutely, exactly. This is, this is the three-step process that you invented for this. Is this something that you're actually now teaching other people? Uh, yes, I, I consider myself, so my heart of hearts, I created a workbook called Rewire Your Brain, trying uh -huh. to teach people learning to cope. And the idea is that it is a do-it-yourself therapy book. So everybody can essentially learn every skill and tool they need from this workbook in order to fix their brain. And I consider myself more through like consulting because of my nursing background. I really just want to educate people on what they are missing in regards to how to go about doing this. Um, so yes, I do offer like consultation packages and things like that. But I've also would rather really just push this workbook. I'm always there to answer questions or be any support. But even just this workbook gives people the idea that they can fix themselves rather affordably without having to constantly attend therapy sessions and understand the process that they need to go through in order to make this happen. Right, that's a wonderful initiative because like you say, it gives so much empowerment when people have these tools and they can do it themselves uh, and they, they won't need like any expensive therapy or whatever. They can just use the book and get some hands-on tools that they can immediately uh, apply. I think that's great uh, to have. Thank you. Yes, it's, it's the hope to make... Uh like mental health solutions and therapy solutions accessible to all because it's, it's, yeah, it's not currently. Right. A lot of people struggle to find the right therapist or 
you know, at the right moment. So it's great if there are people that can actually share their real life experience, like you just described, who created uh, a process out of it and have books, workbooks that people can use and share their knowledge so that not everyone has to invent the wheel themselves. And there's actually information available because there is more knowledge now about the nervous system and how to actually uh, befriend it. Absolutely. And one of the things that I like, like to consider for my workbook and my experience in the science world and the ER and people's experience with mental health coming through the ER is that I, you know, I see people trying to sell a product to help deep breathing or promote yoga. And these things are amazing. These things are awesome. Jay Shetty does meditation. Like I would never criticize any of it. It's just that it all seems to be a piece of the puzzle, right? And not one shoe fits all. So for me, it's about giving people a plethora of options and a page full of decompression strategies. And here's Here's some and you find which ones work for you rather than people feeling desperate and trying all these random things to them, but not understanding why they don't work. And it just it gives everybody an option for trying to find what works for them because no one's the same. Exactly. And I really like that idea that that you give them like a basically like a menu and it's like pick the thing that that serves you best uh, because not everything exactly. works the same for everyone and some people want something different um, so it's good if there's those options and they can pick themselves what works and what doesn't a hundred percent i'll tell you i always tried starting with meditation right because that's what people say but I think when you're just really, really, really emotionally dysregulated at the point of panic attacks like I was, there's just other options to start. And when medication doesn't, meditation doesn't work, you feel defeated, right? You feel like, what is wrong with me? But the reality mm. is, is that nothing is wrong with you. You just haven't found the right strategy. And so that's really what I'm trying to educate people about, that they just need to find the right strategy. There is hope for everyone and it's never too late to start. It's just finding the right spot to make that change. Exactly, because like, like you said, a lot of people try meditation, but with a dysregulated nervous system and trauma in the mix, it can actually be triggering to meditate. And it's like promoted all over social media. So people think, oh, let's try to meditate. I should be mindful. I should do this. And then it doesn't work. And like you said, they get defeated. They feel like, oh, I cannot even meditate. So that's an important point of education that, that the first step is back to basics. And how do I regulate my nervous system? Absolutely. Absolutely. When I first started, I, uh, I couldn't meditate for seven minutes. And I used to think about myself, like what, like, I can't do this. Like, I don't understand. And when I, there's other, like in my workbook, it discusses other options similar to journaling and stuff. And I took those avenues. And by the end of what I completed, I could sit there and meditate 21 minutes twice a day, which is exactly Jay Shetty's recommendation. Wow. And it's just, it, there's nothing wrong. It's just, you just need to find the right strategy. 
Right, and it's also like it, it, you see it as building up muscle. You know, like when you go to the gym and you're going to train, you're going to work out, you're going to build those muscles. They're not there in a day. And it's the same with mental muscles or meditation. You have to train it. And it's actually like, it, it seems easy like to just sit still, but for a dysregulated person or someone with trauma background, sitting still is like the worst thing because that brings up everything that is there in the nervous system. Absolutely. But it's good to have all these extra options and that there's more knowledge and more focus on this this specific area so that there's more and more information to share so i really like what you shared and you also spoke a bit about hope and i heard you have some campaign coming up could you tell me a bit more about that yes so in uh in hope for spreading this knowledge um, and this education to the world, I started a campaign called Hashtag Hope in 2024. And the idea is it's a YouTube channel that will compile stories of people who have overcome the greatest adversities in their life, including food insecurities and financial insecurities and cancer diagnosis and all these just life-changing stories that people overcame um, and as well, it will also include strategies for just coping with daily stress. How do you cope as a nine to five parent? How do you, what are some strategies for grocery shopping in a world of inflation? And it's just to give everybody hope that we're all in this together. We still are, even if that's not necessarily as worldwide as it was in 2020, we have all changed our emotional regulation so much that now we need to change it back become more positive and i'm hoping that by shedding light on these incredible stories people have overcome and these strategies for just navigating the additional stress it will give people hope and it will feed them back to finding out that you can conquer all of this permanently too. You don't need a band-aid. You don't need some temporary solution. You can actually make this permanent change. Wow, that sounds like an amazing uh, initiative to create a platform and actually widen and extend this knowledge that you gained to different life areas. Because as you said, it can be applied in various uh, in various teams and for various uh, situations and bring this to more people so that everyone uh, across the world can get a little spark of hope in 2024. And I think even that, just knowing that there's others out there and that there is this information available and they can read stories of people and, and get inspiration, that is already giving this hope to, just to feel that they're not alone. Absolutely. And I also just... I really do take onus and I try to try to exemplify the fact that I was an ER nurse and I couldn't fix my problem. So no one, if they are suffering right now, should feel any guilt or pain or shame in that. Because the reality is, is I had the knowledge of psychiatrists and ER physicians at the palm of my hand and I never got answers. So that is why I'm so motivated to try and get this knowledge out to the world because it matters and people don't know it. 
the healthcare system don't really know it, but they also don't have the resources. Because in reality, it takes about 12 months to fully heal and reestablish your nervous system to calm stillness and peace. And of course, the strain that like that that's not possible for a healthcare system, right? So it's just really just knowing that you can do this. Right. And like you said, like there are even in the medical field, there wasn't a lot of attention paid to the nervous system and regulation. It seems this is like a new branch that's relatively new, with a lot of people now getting more awareness around the nervous system and the polyvagal theory. And this is exactly the, the piece that was missing, because that's all about the nervous system. It's wonderful to see that this is now getting more explored and incorporated so that more people can leverage this, because this is actually like the basics, like we should get this at school, like how to regulate your nervous system. Absolutely, you're not wrong. It would save a lot of people a lot of heartache and pain. And that's what I'm trying to do, that people don't have to get as dark as I got. And that's definitely part of my why, because it's just trying to help people, but it's also trying to help people. They just haven't found the right strategy because there is one. Right, yes. So there, there is a strategy for everyone and, and every person can just leverage this and cherry pick whatever they can use from it. As long as they have the menu, as, as long as, as it's out there and people can, can find it and reach it. Exactly, yes, that's what this is all about, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, my goal for 2024 is to try and get a million followers on my YouTube channel because then I will know that at least the education is out there for that people who need it and inspiration will be out there for the people that need the stories. Well, that, that sounds like a fantastic goal for 2024. <laughs> and if <laughs> will be listening you know they can all subscribe there and help you to get your followers absolutely thank you i appreciate that <laughs> thank you so much for sharing like you gave us a lot of information uh, that we can share i appreciate that i just yeah i just want people to know there's hope <laughs> right yeah and i think you know with concrete tools and places they can go to like a website or like a workbook or these three steps that's that's very feasible perfect i'm so happy to hear that well it was wonderful to have you um, oh thank you thank you for having me i appreciate it all right guys that's it for today's episode of some bases covered don't forget to click the follow button if you're new to our channel take care